Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. I know nothing about beer. Um, I just got done talking to Mr. Michael Petacolis. Uh He's one of the people I've been, uh, man, it's been, it was so good to talk to him and I'm, it was just such a great conversation. He's one of those guys that I've been wanting to talk to um, and uh, not gonna lie, kind of fanboyed out just, just a little bit at the beginning. But um, yeah, um, I really was, I really want to talk to him again when it's not in this situation. But um, yeah, so this is kind of episode two of this little segment. Um, I don't know exactly what to call it, but um, just looking for a little bit of hope. That's, I, I think that's what I'm kind of doing with this whole thing. Um, but um, yeah, I hope to keep these going for at least a couple more. Um, I've got a couple, we'll see how they work out, but uh, interviews sometimes happen, sometimes they don't. People, sometimes it just, you know, things come up. But um, I think I've got two more of these planned out and I'm looking forward to getting these people behind the mic and um, yeah, just have them share their share how they're doing. Um, so Michael was awesome. Um, I really... Uh, would hope that you guys go to your local brewery, support it, go buy their beer, get, uh, go online, order it up, give them a call, um, you know, and just, just support that local place that you love. If there's a brewery, a beer that you love, get there, buy it, please, please, please. If there's a restaurant that you love, go there, order the food, take it home, please, please, please. This is a time to do that. Um, and it's going to be that time for a while, actually. (laughs) Um, anyways, okay. So I'm going to wrap up this little intro. Um, you know, uh, at all the brewer Instagram, if you are having a hard time right now, if you just need someone to talk to, uh, have a virtual beer hangout, whatever, uh, let me know. Um, hit me up on Instagram at all the brewer, uh, Gmail, um, all the brewer at gmail.com. Um, I know nothing about beer.com. You know, these things. Um, Oh, if I could just ask one thing, I've got only like five reviews on iTunes. Could you could, or no, I think I've got two, uh, two written reviews. Could you just take a moment and just give me a review, please? I don't ask this very often, but I really don't know how I'm doing on this thing. I think people like it. We'll see. Um, but no, give me, uh, if you could just give me a review, that would be awesome. If this is kind of hitting you and you're like, man, I wish more people knew about this. Please share the episode. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm done talking. Um, let's get to Michael Petacolis. Thank you guys, everybody. Uh, cheers. Hey everybody. Welcome to the, I know nothing about beer podcast. We are continuing this odd. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to call it just yet, but, um, I want to call it maybe just like a little series of hope, uh, for right now. Um, so you heard my last episode with Sydney. Um, I, I really love talking to her and I'm just going to be honest about this. I'm fanboying out just a little bit because I got Michael Petacolis on the line with me. Michael, how are you doing? Well, you know, I'm doing the best I possibly can, right? You know, I, I think hope, that's a good word, right? We all can use a little bit of hope and, uh, you know, so I, I'm hopeful. I guess that's how I'm doing. Okay. Good, good, good. Um, now, I don't know when people are going to be listening to this. I'm going to be releasing this as soon. It's uh, March 23rd right now, and I'm going to try to get this out as soon to recording date as possible. Um, but right now, we are kind of in the midst of, uh, I think, kind of the beginning of what's really going to set in here in Texas of uh, social distancing and all that. Um, and I just feel like it's just kind of a, an odd time. I had this idea of like, I want to know how these breweries that I love are doing. So I gave some people a call and Michael, thank you so much for replying back and coming onto the podcast. 
Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Happy to talk about the situation and where we are and where we're going and answer any questions you guys might have. Uh, I, I appreciate you reaching out and letting me, you know, kind of uh, tell the story. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I've, want, I've wanted to talk to you and I feel like this is the, the best worst time to talk to you. And I want to talk to you <laughs> right. later when it, things are a little less, uh, a little more lighthearted, we'll say. Well, we can do this again when we all come out the other side, for sure. Good, good. That's what I want to do. Um, so we just talked about how weird of a question it is about how you are doing, but how, how are you doing? How is the brewery doing? Um, just kind of give us a, an update, you know, as much as you want to share. Yeah, you know, um, you know, you just kind of introducing, hey, you know, where, where are we in the time frame? What's going on? I mean, the situation has been super fluid, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, I guess it was about 10 days ago, maybe uh, Friday, you know, Friday before last when I started to see the writing on the wall, Hmm. uh, started figuring out where we are going. And that's when things really, really started to move at a breakneck breakneck speed, you know, culminating on Monday, right, when uh, I guess, which was a week ago today when, you know, closures start happening. And Mm -hmm. at that point, I'm looking at okay, I'm a brewery. Um, all of my customers are restaurants and bars. They are yep. all now closing down. Yeah. My tap room is also closing down. I don't sell cans to retail. How am I going to have revenue coming in the door? Right. Yeah. So, you know, this yeah, was, I, you know, we've, we've handled a lot, but by far, this is the biggest business challenge, you know, tenfold i've mentioned this to some friends i mentioned this to my crew but you know i I had maybe experienced anxiety once in my entire life maybe but Mm -hmm. last week that monday that it was the second time and it was real Um, you know the the racing heartbeat and just the weight of being responsible for me and my wife and my three kids and you know my whole family but not just that but the 20 full-time members of our crew and their families and the other tarp, tarp, 10 part-time guys and their families, yeah. the weight of being responsible for all these people, you know, uh, really came down and came down hard. Um, but yeah. you know, what I've always said was it's not what happens, it's how you respond. And, you know, kudos to my crew. And then one day we have, you know, the right to, I guess, uh, curbside pickup and we pivot our entire business plan in a day to open up a drive through where you can, you know, call ahead or drive in and pick up mm-hmm. your curbside. And the, you know, the, the response that the locals showed us over this first week of doing that, frankly, blew us away. The, the social media mm. Uh, response, the cry out, not just for our business, but for all businesses, you know, your favorite local restaurants. It was the first time I had a sense of comfort since this all started to go down. But when I started to see the outpouring of emotion and support Mm -hmm. for us specifically, it really was the first time I was like, oh man, this, you know, that feels kind of nice, but Mm-hmm. Man, it's tough. It, it's it's hard. This is hard for everybody, you know. Yeah. Everyone's in a little bit of a unique position. It affects some people maybe more than others. Uh, but we're going to get through it, you know, and potentially come out the other end of this thing. We've kind of been built for the long term, which 
I love our plan that left us really exposed for this kind of situation, mm. but you know, that's still the plan. We're not going to, we're not going anywhere. We're going to be here and hopefully come out the other side of this thing stronger than ever before with new opportunities and, you know, potentially less competition because I'm not sure how everybody's going to weather this storm. Yeah. I, so a, a couple things. One, um, if, if anybody doesn't already follow Pedicolis Brewing on Twitter, you are the voice of that, right? Yes, yeah. I am. There was a time where I was the voice of all of our social media <laughs> platforms, but uh, that w- became overwhelming. But yes, I have always okay. kept the Twitter account. So Ed. any of those responses, that is, that's directly to me. I've always kind of treated it as a business slash person, but it's taken much more of a personal tone, you know, this past couple of weeks. Well, and I say that because one of the things I loved was I was on, I was, I was looking at your posts and um, I saw, I think it was like a line of cars, like maybe 10, 12 deep. And just like you, uh, you posted something of like, you know, this is, you know, how much you love the community and how much support they're showing you. Um, I, I, I saw, am I correct? I thought I saw something on that on your Twitter, right? Yeah. Okay, absolutely. good, good. I mean, like I, like <laughs> I, I was said, really hoping I wasn't really... talking about somebody else right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about at all, Alan. No, yeah, that's <laughs> true. You know, Friday, Friday was really that first example of where mm. I saw just a different level of activity um, in the digital world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then when I woke up or or late Friday night when I got, you know, the the sales returns, I was like, man, these people, I didn't realize it was generating that much Mm. of a revenue. It wasn't that much of a revenue generator for us. I didn't realize it was generating that kind of revenue that, but Mm. that digital um, push, I mean, it, it, it equated to people at the brewery you know, lined up. And so, yeah, you're right. The next day I wanted to go down there because, you know, I'm trying mm-hmm. to stay away as well, which is a, you know, a challenge in and of itself. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I wanted to go through the process and it was great, you know, to see how our crew has responded and how That's they're, great. you know, treat, taking this seriously and using every single precaution that they possibly can to yeah. make sure it's a safe and as contactless process as it can possibly be. So, yeah, I went down there, I took that picture and you know, kind of to give a people an idea of, Hey, this is, this is what you're going to see. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, it was, it was a great comfort. I think to me to see that that was happening. Cause I, um, I, I've, you know, I'm, I live close to turning point, so That's kind of like my, you know, that's my, my local brew pub. Um, and, uh, I don't actually make it out to Dallas all that often. I've got two kids. So anytime I'm going to go past DFW, it's, it's gotta be for something big. <laughs> Like, uh, right. I've got, a, I've got a one-year-old and a three-year-old going to be four in, um, in June. So my world is so local, hyper-local. Um, so when I saw yeah. that it was a, I was just, it felt so good. Um, uh, I'm originally from Southern California and something I've been thinking about, um, and it just kind of hit home with me and, and talking to, to, you know, thinking about talking to you, um, was, uh, the beer scene in Southern California is about uh, five to 10 years ahead of, of DFW, I think. Um, just in the amount, the amount of, of craft breweries, the amount of options open for people to beer. Uh, I just think it's just ahead. It's not that it's better or worse. It's just ahead. Um, but one of the things about the DFW area is because it's smaller, um, you can dive into this community so easily. Um, and that's what I feel like right now. I feel like there's this community that I've been a part of. 
Um, and I'm really just feeling the hurt of it. But uh, seeing that little picture of the line of cars waiting outside of Pedicolis made me go, oh, that just brought me just a little bit of joy to see like, hey, things are things. Some good things are happening right now. No doubt about it. Like I said, I mean, it was a real source of comfort. And you're right. You know, I I, I kind of laugh. I'm, I'm a little like you, right? I live in Dallas. I'm not out in Fort Worth that often or Denton, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm sticking close to home. But, you know, one of the cool things was, you know, uh, people tweeting like their map their, or, or a screenshot of the map coming to the brewery. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, man, this guy's coming from an hour and 10 minutes and then before you know it, we had someone basically coming from Abilene, you know, making a three-hour trip. Whoa. And that was like, oh, my gosh, this is just, you know, this is a true example of what you're talking about. Hmm. Like, dude, I'm going to come out and I'm going to support these guys, you know. And yeah. then a, another guy was driving home from California. He's like, this doesn't really count because I didn't, like, depart my house and go to California, come back. But I left California and my first stop before I go home is your place. So he, and he had a 10 hour, uh, you know, Oh, he's got more than 10 hours, man. So yeah, I've I've driven that before several times. Yeah. Yeah. So he got the asterisk and I guess is the current winner, but for sure. I mean, it is, it is the support of the locals that is carrying us through right now. There's Mm. no doubt about it. All we have really yeah. is curbside beer to go. You know, yeah. we, most of our customers, I mean, that may be changing. More of them are starting to get into the, you know, selling beer themselves to go and filling up growlers and things like that. Mm-hmm. If that happens, we'll have some customers to send kegs to. But for the most part, for us right now, it's yeah. all in that beer to go. Yeah. Curbside pickup. Well, and I and correct me if I'm wrong, you were part of the beer to go movement here in, in, in Texas, correct? Of, of getting breweries to be allowed to sell beer to go, correct? Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, that's been a lengthy process. There's been, you know, I've, I've told many people, I think I get way too much credit myself. Uh, you know, there were people working hard at it before mm. I ever got involved. But yes, I absolutely got involved and sat mm. on the board of the Texas Craft Brewers Guild and chaired or co-chaired the legislative committee. Um, you know, yeah. I still sit on that committee um, but mm. yeah, I mean, I, I, I was a vocal proponent of that for years and years and years and years and definitely put some time, work and effort, mm. um, and money behind that. But, you know, it wasn't just me. There's a lot of people who have, you know, uh, worked on this since before I got started on it mm. and then carried on, you know, the gotcha. work that I'd started after I left chairing the committee. But I for sure definitely take some uh, satisfaction knowing that we finally got that thing passed after all of us put so much effort into that for, you know, a decade. Well, and I, and I think about that legislation and now what that means to the DFW craft beer scene, you know, the fact that if this had happened, uh, when did that pass? It was, uh, I believe in, uh, September or August. It hasn't been very long. Yeah. You're right. And you, I almost hit upon this. I didn't know if you'd want to go in that direction, but you're exactly right. Because before we got that right on September 1st of last yeah. year, gosh, that seems like so long ago. And that's only been half a year. I mean, it, um, two weeks seems but, long yeah. ago. So yes, that seems. Yeah. You know, ago. I told, I, I told my wife the other day, I'm like, God, man, I miss the days when big beer was trying to kill us, you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll, we'll come on. The, you know what? That. That'll be the next time you come on. Let's talk about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Um, uh, and now I've lost my train of thought. No, I, but I forget the, what the original. The, the, the beer sales to go and how that is now oh, something that's so yeah, yeah. relevant. Right. Have, I mean, up until that point, six months ago, we didn't can any of our beer. We were exclusively yeah. sold in keg. But because of that law change, we were incentivized to put our beer in a can and sell it exclusively from our brewery. We still don't distribute mm-hmm. any cans. We don't even have label approval to distribute cans into retail. But mm. because we made that move, we now are in the position where we can actually sell beer to go, right? If yeah. that had never happened, or if we, if our model was what it was a year ago at this time, and if it happened, we would be hurting much. It would. I mean, we're hurting, but it would be much, much more significant. We really wouldn't have any revenue coming in at all. No. And at least with beer to go, you have some revenue and cash is hugely important right now for everybody. I, I think that if, I think right now there's this giant cloud and it's just a giant cloud of uncertainty. If that legislation hadn't been passed, it would have been doomsday coming for so many breweries because it's, it's just opened up the world for not just revenue stream, but just for um variety for the, the consumer um, to get to know so many more breweries um, either. For through- sure. Yeah, either through trades or just to be able to go, hey, I'm going to take a six-pack home. I'm going to take a four-pack home. Uh, I'm going to take this home and and make sure I tell people about the beer that I just got. Again, I mean, it's, it's literally walking advertisement in that fridge if anybody sees it, you know. Because especially your beer, because it's so um, uh, exclusive is, is, I'll say, the best of worst words to use, I think. It's a, it's a fitting word, but it's not meant to be in a negative, like, oh, it's such exclusive pedicolis. But, um, it's, no, I it's, hear you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's harder to get. Yeah, it's harder to get. Um, so to, to, to have that ability right now, um, I, I'm just, I, I just want to make sure you know, like, I, I reckon I wanted to at least mention that with you and how important that is and how I'm sure there are more than a few brewers saying, oh, gosh, thank you, Michael. <laughs> and the team well, yeah yes yeah yeah and team right mm-hmm. and yeah i mean uh good god i'm so thankful that you know we got that through um but yes that's one that you know maybe i'm not necessarily patting myself on the back with the entire texas craft brewers guild and our mm-hmm. lobbyists and everyone who worked on it before but yeah 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 that was uh that move that win is going to make this time frame much easier for a lot of brewers out yeah. there and frankly the more temporary rights they can provide us uh the better off we will be um you know the legal precedent has been set to you know open up or yeah. provide some temporary rights that we don't normally have could so you that, you know we can continue to employ people and um obtain revenue so the more that happens the better could you just explain a couple of those um i i just i just asked that more because i I think i've been trying to keep up with this as much as possible but things change so quickly and i'm very sure there are there are more than a few people going probably asking the same question you know right um yeah so just to to kind of kick it off to a week ago today when Mm -hmm. it was you know potentially the worst case scenario coming to fruition was initially restaurants and bars uh were closed yeah um 
and at that point, that's when, you know, oh, great. Well, I can't deliver any beer because no one's ordering any beer. But the change that happened even, I think, a few hours later, if not the very next morning, was mm-hmm. the right to sell beer to go for curbside pickup. So, yeah. um, you know, to, to, to sell direct to consumers, to allow a consumer to call us up, mm-hmm. right, place an order, come and pick up their beer up to the 288-ounce um, limit, Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, even more recently, and I think this is really where, you know, you're right. It's like, well, what's legal? What's not legal? What can you do? What can't yeah. you do? And things change so quickly. But I actually think we're at a point now, and you referenced this early on. I didn't realize that this is what you meant. But I think we are at a point now where we're going to have a little bit, maybe normalcy is not the right word, but a little bit of stability in the mm. rules um, that are at play out there with concern to Dallas County anyways. And that is, you know, only businesses that are deemed to be essential yeah. are allowed to operate. Yeah. Um, so, you know, breweries and restaurants, fortunately, are considered uh, businesses that, you know, are essential. You know, people need to yeah. eat, people need to drink. And frankly, we need to keep our small businesses, restaurants, uh, breweries and business, right? Or we're going to suffer other problems with uh, the economy, the local yeah. economy as well. So they saw a need for that. So it's been deemed to be essential. And then you have the rights that you'd otherwise have. So we can continue to sell curbside through a drive through right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we can continue to operate in this manner. We can continue to operate the brewery. Um, and I don't think there's going to be much of a change up until if we get to a point where it's just Nope, everyone shut down. We're stopped. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't, you know, hopefully this is as restrictive as it gets. Yeah. Um, I guess time will tell. Um, and But I have felt we were going to get here the entire time. I've been prepping my crew to the point mm. where, listen, it's going to be shelter in place. You can't leave. Only the, you know, quote, unquote, um, necessary. Necessary. Uh, Right. Uh, businesses will be allowed to operate, you know, and then it's a matter of determining what those are. And since we were included, it's like, yes, we can continue to have a business, an operating business. Yeah. Um, I, I was talking to, you know, you're one of the first people I, I've I've been able to talk to about this. And this is one of the questions I, I'm excited to ask everybody is um, what do you think the lessons are going to be from this, if any? Um, you know, I don't, I don't know what the lessons are going to be. I mean, I think there are some kind of cool things that are going on, right? You know, the the spending more time with family, um, you know, maybe not (laughs) wasting like we once did, you know, I've definitely seen that in my family, you know, we're, we're, we're not wasting food. Um, we're spending more time together. You're seeing that kind of sense of community. And I think Mm -hmm. that stuff continues and then it fades back to our regular patterns. Um, but I do think that, you know, it will uh, open itself up to opportunity in the long run, that if you can mm-hmm. make it through this time frame that is going to be difficult and, you know, you pivot, like, in, for instance, we pivoted, right? We're tapping yeah. into an entirely new uh, business setup, right? Are those things that, uh, y- you know, can you tap into new products you know there are breweries making hand sanitizer will someone continue to sell hand sanitizer when it's done yeah so there are opportunities to change 
your organization and better it when it comes out the other side. And like I said, you know, if there's less, you know, less competition on the other side of this, you know, that's opportunity in and of itself. You don't necessarily want that to be the case. Yeah. Uh, I don't want, you know, I talked to, a, I've called some fellow brewers. We're all in this thing together, but you know, if there's only half of them and, six months time, you know, and it's all over, there's, you know, half the number that I was competing with beforehand. And so Hmm. those are some of the things that, you know, uh, I I guess fit into the category that you're asking about. Hmm. I, yeah, it's, it's, it's a question I ask because I think that, um, it's something that I'm starting to think about myself. Um, you know, what, uh, I'm I'm a big time not prepper, okay. Um, it's not that I, I I'm a prepper at all, and don't even start down that road of what that word means. But like, I love to when I'm going to like say when I'm going to go on a trip, I start to take deep dives months beforehand, and not just research the place, but how to get there. Look at all my options, and then I try to be as prepared for whatever outcomes there may be on the trip like give me the most options to have fun on the trip that's how i that's kind of how i look at it um as i'm starting this i have so few places to to go well what can i learn from this um as i feel like i'm learning so many things on the go um like this sunday we made bread i know not to start that after church because it will run into my dinner time and then prep time and then we're eating frozen pizza and i don't want to do that again for the third time um (laughs) it's just not just like nope that has got to start way beforehand um but i just think that there's um i want to I'm, it's not trying to see like, uh, like let's make the best out of a worst case situation, but it's like, what can I be learning while I'm in the situation? If anything, you know, um, because I don't, I'm hoping this is the last time this ever happens, but what are other ways that I can take, what are the things I could take away from this that, um, uh, that could help me out prepare for other things in my life? That's kind of what I'm, I'm thinking about right now, you know? Yeah, I mean it's interesting. I think it, you know, I think I hit upon a couple little things, but you know, budgeting. What's what? What, mm. what do we actually need? Right? You know, <laughs> that is a great question whether, right now. <laughs> yeah, what do you, know, you really whether, need? Yep. Yes, whether it's my family or mm-hmm. the business. You know, what expenses? Should, you know, yeah. are we running a little fat on the hog? And you know, where can we cut back? Because. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes business, and you know, to this point, we've not let go of anybody. I don't want to let go of anybody. Yeah. I want to get through this with my crew intact. But I talk to a lot of business owners, you know, and they're cutting people. I've, you yeah. know, my fellow brewers that I've talked to have let people go. Yeah. Um, you know, and so sometimes what ends up happening is you reorganize in such a manner and make it work with your skeleton crew, and can you kind of come out better with with processes that are better than when you went in. Hmm. Um, We've always run a pretty lean machine, so I don't know that that's really going to be the case for us, but I'm just talking about business in general. It's yeah. there. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's still just so raw. It's still so new, right? It's mm-hmm. the, the it's, it's only starting to really sink in here in my mind that, oh, okay, this is what we're looking at. Like, yeah. I, I was shocked at how long it was taking people to – I'm like, dude, stand, stay away. Stay clear, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, if, if I was out or dropping something off – Someone would look at me if, as, if, as if they were offended when I would like back away from them. I'm like, no, that's close enough, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, but you know, take this seriously, man. This stuff's got this, this stuff's got to be there. Um, it's, you know, it's, but yeah, it's it's 
it's so tough because um, I was telling Sydney a little bit about this. There's the 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 heart and the the fact about what's going on. There's the fact that this virus doesn't care who you are. Um, it 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 sticks to surfaces. It stays there and can travel by literally a drop of spit. So I need you to be far enough away from me so that if you sneeze, I don't get sick. You know. And that's and it's it's uh, it's especially tough in in situations where you're very familiar or you're very um, like like a brewery. It's kind of cheers. You kind of expect to sit next to somebody a little closer than probably you'd want to, but it's a brewery. That's what you think. Um, yeah, it's tough. It really is. Yeah, I mean, you, you hit upon a good point. Well, our brewery, it's a place where people want to come and hang out and talk and have fun. And we had to tell you know our not just our regulars, but ex-employees, just everybody that comes, it's like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. You can't come here. Yeah. No one can come here. Unless yeah. you are working, you cannot come here. That's part of the problem. We've got, you know, we can't have people gathering together. Yeah. You know, this thing, like you said, it, it just moves so quickly that, you know, mm. uh, you just got to, you, you got to refrain from as much contact as you possibly can. And unless yeah. it's necessary, you don't need to do it. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was tough. Yeah. You know, and, you know, like I, I kind of referenced it earlier, it was, it's tough for me not to be there. Like, to, you know, it's like, God, man, it's, I want to be there for my crew mm-hmm. uh, to be strong. But the smarter thing is to not be there, to be there, you know, and do it from afar. Right. Because yeah. we don't want to just further compound the problem. So, yeah, yeah, and it goes against a lot of the natural instincts and the natural vibe of a brewery, which is, yeah, come on in here, man, pull yeah. up, let me put my arm around you. Let's have a beer, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's definitely changed that. <laughs> yeah, that that is, uh, that yeah, that that's just tough. Um, is there anything, um, right now that's just kind of giving you some hope? Well, yeah, I mean the fact that Judge Clay Jenkins included, um, our breweries, breweries as essential all yeah. breweries and restaurants and, and are allowing us to continue to operate yeah. as we're operating right now. I'm, I'm extremely thankful for that. I'm extremely thankful for my crew being able to turn around and start a basic new business mm-hmm. in a day. Right. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't happen. You, that goes over months of planning and strategy. And in a day we, you know, got that thing working. Yeah. And then lastly, the huge thing for us is this, public support man that is the hmm. one thing that we've got i mean i'm not kidding the the public is carrying us through this time That's and awesome. the amount of love that all the local fo- folks are showing us is really um that's the most important thing for us right now that's, that's giving awesome. us the yeah. most glimmer of hope that you know what we're not in this by ourselves we're in this with all these folks who want to see us come through the other side yeah. and are taking action to see to it that we do come out the other side and mm-hmm. that's you know so gratifying i can hardly find the words to express that hmm. well i mean i guess while we're on that um you know i'm gonna kind of start to wrap up here but uh is there anything you want to say to the uh, the dfw beer scene I mean, it, you know, I, I, I've got this little podcast and I don't know how really how many people listen. I've got times where I'm like, oh, I got people that listen to this here and there, but, um, I don't know how many people are going to hear this, but I want to just like, if there's something that you can, you want to say to, I want just want to use my platform, you know, uh, however big or small this gets, um, is there anything you want to say to the DFW beer scene? Yeah. I mean, it's, Quite simply, now is the time to support your Mm. local businesses. Um, I'm not talking just your local breweries. You know, first and foremost, that's what I do. 
support your local breweries. If you're going to buy beer, buy beer from someone in your local community. And frankly, if you're going to buy food, you know, hit those restaurants that are the local gyms, right? Those mm-hmm. the places that you love that you visit anyways. We need your support. There's yeah. no doubt about it. So, you know, local buying local, that's always been a thing, but I would say more now than ever, it is hugely important because if you don't, some of these gyms, some of these staples are going to be going away. And yeah. frankly, none of us want to see that. No. There's, there's, there's one way to avoid it, and it's by continuing to support them the best you can. I appreciate you at least letting me voice that. So thank you. Oh man, I'm I'm so happy to have you on this. I'm so thrilled that um, you you agreed to this. Like I said, I was kind of fanboying out. The first thing that happened when you when I saw the the little the the message back, I was like, oh my goodness, Michael Pedicle, this is gonna come my podcast. All right. <laughs> um, so that, that was a, a big deal for me um, because I really and uh, I really do see you as one of the 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 the, the craft beer leaders here in dfw you know um you've done so much for the community you have one of the oldest breweries in the area um and you've set so um there's you know to me there's uh, a couple breweries that kind of set the standard for what i think um you know uh, this area's beer should be and you need to be like you got to be you know uh pedicles is one of those standards you know um i love velvet hammer yeah I mean, it's always been about quality for us, first mm-hmm. and foremost, with the beer. And then, yeah, working to better the rights of all Texas craft brewers has definitely been, you know, on the forefront of what we've tried to do. So I appreciate you saying that because, you know, that it's not by accident. We actually work yeah. really hard. Yeah, man. Me, my entire crew, um, you know, to set that bar. We want a high bar. We want that bar yes. high. Um so, I, you know, thank you for recognizing that and, you know, mentioning that. That's a great source of pride for me and my whole crew, especially right now. Okay. Well, I'm, uh, it's very easy to say. It's very true. And um, I really, I, I just appreciate you coming on here so much. Um, you know, at the end of any of my podcasts, I just kind of give the last couple of minutes to the, the, the guest. Uh, anything you want to say, promote, um, anything that you're like, hey, here's the best way to do this. Um get beer at our ta- at our uh, at our drive through you know the rest of this time is yours yeah you know i've kind of said it all uh for for me i i don't even feel right promoting anything in particular so let me just promote all brewers all restaurants <laughs> i mean if you've got a favorite yeah. get on their website get on their social media sites i'd be willing to bet that they have some sort of ability to buy Mm -hmm. their food or their beer by picking it up so whether it's me whether it's another local brewer or restaurant please 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 support these guys right now because they need it gotcha and if by chance someone wanted to buy your beer um what's the best way to 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 go out to uh, go procure it is it uh go through the website hit up instagram yeah, well, we're working on changing up the website right now, but part of the difficulty is you can only buy 288 ounces legally. You know, until that's changed, we're having difficulty getting it really work, finding a way to make it work on our website hmm. so that we're compliant with that. So, frankly, the best way, call the brewery, place your order, we'll pack it up for you. You drive through, we'll put it in your trunk for you. That's awesome you're basically done. If you want to have a contactless process, that's what you can do. Or just drive on down to the brewery. We'll come right out and we'll take your order. 
but you know you're going to have to pay for it on a card or, or some way but that does introduce you know one element of contact so yeah we take yeah. a lot of precautions i mean gloves sanitizer bleach wipes i mean wiping everything down yeah, all the yeah. time but for true contactless right you know call us up it'll be ready to go pop your trunk we place it in there and you're off that's awesome that's awesome uh michael thank you so much for this i really appreciate you i really appreciate you coming on um i'm i'm hoping nothing for the best for Petacolis, uh your crew uh your beer is awesome and uh like i said it just it it's just one of those things that just kind of the standards and the dfw beer scene so i really appreciate you coming on here man thank you so much absolutely for sure, for sure. Absolutely enjoyed talking to you, and let's do it again on the other side of this. And thank you so much for all the kind words. You have a great night. Oh, thanks, man. You have a great night, too.